Hallelujah. I want to congratulate all our mothers today. Please, brothers, in the name of Jesus, can you just wave to them? Because of Corona, you cannot uh, go and shake their hands. Eh? Can you just wave to them and say congratulations? <laughs> we thank God for our mothers, and we thank God that the, for the grace that God has released unto them. Uh, they are used to reminding us of many things that we need to know. And one of the things that they are reminding us of today is that we are stewards of the Almighty God. And as stewards, each one of us is expected to be found what? To be found faithful. So it's the faithfulness in stewardship that the WMU is calling us to today. Uh, the WMU of Lighthouse has been very faithful. Can you clap for the Lord? The national office have found them faithful in mission and stewardship. And they have given them an award. We will release the award to them later. And I think as a church too, we should give the award too because they are doing well. I don't know doing well. I, I talk now in your community. I don't know doing well. Better than the men. No, the men have not spoken. I'm not asking you. Better than the men. <laughs> but at least uh, the women have recognized to be doing well, not just in the church. The association recognized them. The conference recognized them. The convention recognized them. <laughs> But for us and men, maybe we are doing well in the house. <laughs> and maybe we are doing well in the house. Yes? Association, has association recognized you before? No. <laughs> I have not seen the recognition. Maybe, maybe you will show it to me later. Praise the Lord. But God has been very faithful to us. And that is why we need to challenge ourselves to do better. Today, the search lies that the Lord God would like us to look at as the scripture that was read to us in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, from verses 36. Please let me read it again. Now there was a Joppa. A certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called what? Dorcas. This woman was full of what? Good works and arms did, which she did. Let me stop here. The satellite that the scripture is showing to us today is on Dorcas. A woman whose services impacted so much on her generation that even when death decided to snatch her away, the cry of her services will not allow her to go. 
she impacted on people's lives so much that even when the enemy came, our good services were standing at the gate and saying, no, you cannot enter. And in the text that was read to us, you discover that the Bible says, all the widows gathered around her. She was introduced to us in this text as what? As a dead person. Completely dead. The Bible tells us there, let me read it to us again, that the, and it came to pass in those days that she was sick and what? And died. She was sick and she died. But when she died and people thought hope was lost, all those people that she has impacted their life, all those people who have experienced our good services rose up and were crying to heaven and said, no, this one cannot go. She has not finished her assignments. I begin to wonder whether those things that people used to say, that some people, if they die, they say, go back. You have not finished your assignment. Go back. <laughs> I don't know whether it's correct. <laughs> but the issue of this sister because all the widows gathered and everyone was pleading, they sent for Peter and something miraculous happened. And it is that miracle that I want us to read again. They sent for Peter and something Then Peter arose and went with them. I'm reading from verse 39. When he was come, they brought him to the upper chamber. And all the widows stood by him, they was weeping, and showing the coats and garments which doctors made while she was with them. There are evidences to show of our good works. There are people whose lives have been impacted and they carry the evidence of the good work. So when the man of God came, they were not just telling stories that this man used to be good to us. You remember the ruler that people were begging Jesus, said, go to him. He's a good man. He has said, this But these ones, they didn't just say with mouth. They carried all the things that she has done for them. So they showed, they were weeping and showing coats and garments which daughter made while she was with them. Verse 40. But Peter put them on fault and kneeled down and prayed. And turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes and when she saw Peter, she sat up. <coughs> I was asking myself, why God is so particular about good works? I was asking myself, <clears throat> why Jesus, our master, talking about good works in Matthew 25, we lay 
those things down in accordance with the acts and services that people have performed. Because in Matthew 25 said, when I was hungry, what did you do? You fed me. That means anyone who feeds the people who are hungry is feeding who? They are feeding God. When I was thirsty, you gave me water to drink. When I was in prison, what did you do? You visited me. So anyone who is doing all these things is actually doing the work of God. No wonder that James says, show me your faith without work. And I will show you my faith with what? Which works. Because faith without work is what? Is dead. I begin to realize that the essence of Christianity is good service. Everything that God has packaged into you is to glorify God by the services that you put forth before men. No wonder our nation is as terrible as it is now. No wonder everything around us is messed up because we are afraid to offer good services. Because the enemy has polluted all the channels of offering services. Before, when people are traveling and they are stranded, where do they go? They go to church. When people are in trouble and they are looking for soccer, where do they go? They go to church. But today, church is the one exploiting people. Before, church is the one that used to help people and take them out of bondage. Today, church is the one putting chains in people's hands because they want to collect from them. We ask people, come, 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 come. Even when there are revivals, when you ask people to come for miracle, you advertise the miracle in such a way that it's like you are selling the miracle that God has given. You invite all unbelievers to come and see Jesus. And the first thing we do is to collect offering from them. If the offering is not complete, the revival is not completed. Until the offering reaches the level that we are going, we do not stop revival. Why is God particular about good services? And that is why we, as children of God, must rise up to the occasion and do the bidding of our Father. One, because you are created for a purpose. You are created for a purpose. The one who created you has something in mind while he was creating you. God told Jeremiah, before you were created, even before you were formed in your mother's womb, I have called you. So before any one of us there was created by God, God has a purpose in his heart. So God is particular about good services because he has a purpose for creating you. 
And every one of us must come to terms that the master has a reason for creating each one of us. Number two, God designed the purpose for his own glory. The purpose for which he has created you, he designed it for his own glory and for the benefit of humanity. So if every service you render does not glorify God, it does not fulfill the purpose of God. Doc Azea rendered good services that glorify God. How do I know that? Everyone that Docas became a blessing to are now crying before the man of God. Because they know it's only God who can do the impossible. So God designed the, the purpose that God created, the reason why he created you, the purpose he put into your life, the destiny God gave to you is because God wants you to glorify him and to become a blessing to humanity. Now, I was reading these scriptures yesterday night. And I got to this level that God wants me to be a blessing to you. And I was asking God, how do I do it well? And my mind quickly went into Acts of the Apostles, chapter number 1. In verse number 8, the Bible says, you will receive power. When what? When the Holy Spirit come upon you. If it has stopped that way, there will be no problem. So, and then you will be what? Even my witnesses. And he listed it. From where, where do you start? Jerusalem. Can you start your good services in your Jerusalem? You know there are people who are wicked even to their own family. Husband who has resources and is keeping it. Neither the wife nor the children are able to enjoy what the man has. Such a man, is he useful? I'm asking you now, is such a man useful? He's not useful. If I have a father and he has something that I cannot have access to, my mother does not have access to, what is his use? If he's not there, we will not recognize him. We will not miss him at all. I quickly remember that I was reading the WhatsApp, somebody sent that a pastor was to be buried. And during the service of some people were saying so many beautiful things about him. Oh, he did this for us, he did that for us, he did that. And I said the children were asking their mother, are they talking about our father? <laughs> and the, the woman was saying, are these people not lying against their father? This is their church. Or let them be lying in the church. And when they said one of them wrote something and said, this one, this, the, their father, I've forgotten what they said, wrote, but it's like he said, you, we didn't know you at all. It's all other persons who know you. They are the ones who go and bury you. Your good services must be recognized in your Jerusalem. Once it is not recognized in your Jerusalem, your usefulness will be polluted. Let every man, every woman be useful in our Jerusalem. Let your people, why are you hiding things that you have? 
What do you have that you are not giving? There's nothing. Every good and beautiful gift comes from where? Good. From God, from her. So whatsoever he has given you, he has a purpose in his mind. So God designed the purpose for his own glory and for the benefit of humanity. Dockers use all she had for the benefit of men and to glorify God. You see, you cannot be a good man to people if you are bad to God. I suddenly realized that some people want to be good before men and they are never bothered about God. God is the owner of the gift that you have and is the one that is making you to use that gift. So if you are not using it according to his will and purpose, it's not useful. It's not useful. So he designed it for a purpose. Number three, the grace, the gift, or the talent to carry the assignment is within your reach. Some people will complain. You know, some of us, eh, others can do, but some of us, you see, God has not uh, smiled on us. <laughs> Somebody told me God has not smiled on him. I said, ah. Who will not smile on you? Tell him God doesn't smile. Tell him about it. He said, well, I don't know. I said, and you are able to say that God has not smiled on you? He said, if you see people that God really smiles, they will not say before you know. I said, hey, is that true? And you are still alive. If you are in that condition, you are thinking God is not kind to you, that his kindness has not come to you, you better open your eyes very well. Because only the dead should stop praising God. Even their works are still praising God. The work of the dead people are still praising God. Because this woman was dead, and her work continued to praise God. So, every resource that you need to fulfill the purpose of God is where? within your reach. Some people may not open their eyes to see it. Remember the story of Edgar. I said the son was very thirsty and looking for water and she was crying. Until the angel came and said, ah, there is water beside you and she now opened her drink. So many persons have the fishes that are carrying the weight that they need right in their stomach. But just to gather the hook and go and bring the fish, some of them will not be able to do it. So the resources, everything you need to fulfill the purpose for which God created you, God has placed within your reach. My prayer is that you will not miss it in Jesus' name. That which God has placed beside you, that which God has placed within your reach, you will not miss it in the name of Jesus. Number four thing that I want us to look at is that the people to whom you are sent are expecting the help. The people to whom you are sent, they are expecting the help on daily basis. 
So if you fail to render your services, you are punishing some people. And as they take the punishment, they are crying to God in heaven. And as they cry to God, heaven is asking, why are you wasting my resources? Why are you wasting my resources? My prayer is that you not waste the resources of God in Jesus' name. Finally, I want us to open to Hebrews chapter number 6. Because number five, your services will bring you blessing or cause. You cannot stay in between. It's either you are blessed by your services or you incur cause and wrath of God upon yourself as a result of the services. Is anybody in Hebrews chapter number six? Can you read it to us because we can't find it on board? Yes, Hebrews chapter number 6. Who is there? Verses 7 and 8. Yes. Now listen carefully. Because God wants to give us a redo. There is a proverb that God is relating to us now. Yes, take it again. Start. Okay. Yes. 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 Now listen carefully. What are you see from God? Blessings from God. This is what they are finally found the, the thing here. The head that received rain from God is drinking the rain. And after drinking it, it produces crop for people who it has been sent. Such earth receives what? Blessing from God. The land of your life will remain productive in the name of Jesus. Amen. You remember the parable of the sower. Our life, God has sown to our lives. Our life keeps receiving from God on daily basis. You kept receiving from God on daily basis. You keep having God give you things on daily basis. What the Bible is saying is that what you have been giving, if you turn it around and you begin to use it to help others, you will receive what? Blessing. Blessing from who? From God. Now let's now take verse number 8, which is the one that is very terrifying. Can we read verse 8 together? One, two, let's go. In the danger of being what? Being caused. You will not be caused in Jesus' name. You see, God himself has poured blessings upon our lives. But if we on our own shift our head from the blessing and we say what is next and what we are looking for is the other side, then that is dangerous. I want to close with this challenge because what is the implication for us as children of God in observing the stewardship this year? 
Can you look at your bulletin again? It says, stewardship. Value what? Your talents. Value the gift that has been given to you. People who come to my class at the membership class, one of the very best things I make them to understand is that God has deposited value in their, their life that God wants them to come and have to this church. God has deposited value into this church that God wants us to have to such a person. So it's value times value which makes it double value. When people look down upon themselves and say, I am not useful, you can never be useful. Others can write you off. Once you don't write yourself off, God will continue to wet you and you continue to be green in the name of Jesus. Some people already say they are not useful. Some people already say this is not what they can do. When we gather as a people sometimes, some people will always, always look down on themselves and say they are not useful. Our sister that we read about in the scriptures, even when we are meeting him in an unusual way, God wants us to know that because she recognized what she has, and by divine guidance, she used it the way God wanted her to use it, she became a blessing to our generation. When you don't value what you have, when you don't give concern for what you have, you don't nurture what you have, what you have to be able to profit others, you don't become a blessing to anyone. Even to yourself, you can't trouble. You will not be a blessing to yourself. So the implication number one is that everyone that is here should know that he is useful to God and to man. Everyone that is here in the church today, you are useful to God, you are useful to man. No one is valueless. No one is without use. Everybody is useful. We put it in the bulletin that you should belong to one group. Some people come to church one year, two years, they are still thinking of where they belong. <laughs> and I was asking, what value did they have to the church? <laughs> they are coming to suck the value in the church and they are not willing to have anything. So you must recognize that which God has given to you and by that reason know that you are useful. May God open your eyes to see your use in Jesus' name. May God open your eyes to see your use in Jesus' name. You know why I'm saying this? In the parable of the talents, the master gave one of them, how many? Five. The second one, the master gave what? Two. And the third one, the master gave what? One. The Bible gave the reason 
The master didn't just sit down and start distributing. He said, according to what? The ability. So if I have one and you have five, no problem. All I need to do is to faithfully use my one and get one more. If you faithfully use your own five and you get five more, what percentage do you have? Hundred. And one that I have, I use it and I get one. What percentage? Hundred. So we score hundred together. The problem, and that's why I want you to know, the implication number two is that stop copying others. Stop copying others. Don't look at any other persons as your yardstick. The master, the Bible says, look unto who? Unto Jesus. The one who gave it to us is the one who's saying, look at me. So, don't copy anyone. Because if somebody, is, if the Bible, if God gives five to somebody, and he gives you one, that's your ability. God is expecting you to faithfully use that one and bring in another one interest. But if you see somebody is always on the pulpit and saying, ah, why did you not put me on pulpit too? And what God has you to do in this church is to clean this church. God will hold you responsible for only what he has asked you to do. What he has not asked you to do, if you do it, you are wasting your time. You see, somebody is visiting and praying for everybody. And maybe because people are greeting the fans, ah, you say, ah, how you? you remember that it happened before. That is why that couple, Ananias and Sabira, ran into trouble. They wanted to be like Barnabas. <laughs> Who sold all and brought everything to church? If you copy people, you run into trouble. That person is going from house to house and visit. That's the gift that person has. And you say, I too must give. When you are going to houses, you will not be a blessing to those people who go to. In fact, you will be a nuisance to them and become a nuisance yourself. So that when you are coming, they just close the door and say, hey, hello, But the one that God sent, once they see the person, they are happy, they open all their door and say, ah, thank God, blessing is coming to our house. Stop copying people. Stop looking at what others are doing. Search out for the one that is your own. And when you are on your duty post, there's no way you will not be a blessing to other people. Implication number three for us as a church is that all of us can shine at the same time. The sky is so wide that all the stars are shining the same time. No one is disturbing the other. My own gift cannot prevent your gift from shining. So don't be angry with me if I'm using my own. If you keep your own, should I keep my own too? So please, all of us can shine the same time. All of us can be shining in the presence of God and no one will be hindered. I want to plead with us by the mercies of God that God is calling us for good services and all of us can render good services 
the same time. All the time you are rendering good services, goodness will not finish. It will continue to multiply and to increase. And therefore, because all of us can shine at the same time, don't grudge anyone. For your own fault, don't grudge anyone. You see, some people ask, the church didn't give us platform to operate. What platform do you want us to give you? <laughs> some people have come to me and said, because we have not been given the platform. And I said, which one? <laughs> There are so many platforms and letters. Which one do you want me to give you? You want me to surrender the people to you? Which one? I'm sorry if third persons are here. It's not because I want to abuse you. But you see, if you say we have not given you a platform, we must test you and see you in operation. Somebody is faithful in little. What will happen? They give me an answer. Can, can you not pray? Can you not teach? They, they, they are not looking for another teacher. Did somebody came to tell me and say, any girl is a teacher again? I'm not learning to be a teacher. Let me see you and see where you start. Which department do you belong? Ah, you have not given us platform. You are not in MMU working there for me to see you. You are not in WMU working there for me to see you. You are not in Sunday school working for so I will not ask you to come and be teaching. Oh, go away. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but you see, no, it's good. When people ask me, it's better for you to ask me questions than you write me letters. You know that's better. It's better for you to come and ask me questions than write anonymous letters. But you see, I'm, I'm helping all others by your experience. When people come to tell me that I see that again, ah, do I hinder people? in functioning in church. If you are functioning well and you are faithfully serving there, your work will show you out. And once your work lifts you out, nobody will be able to They say when your yam is uh, doing well, you cover it. If that, that yam is not very big. <laughs> if it's big, you cannot cover it. So as we are going into the new year, by the grace of God, all of us will get there. The platform is very wide. Everybody cannot pray the same time. We cannot be teaching. Ah. You see, sometimes I don't enjoy coming and standing always with people. So, but you see, God has asked me to come and do it, and I have no alternative. So, when people are there to help me, I jump at it. Because God is raising them to come and help. But let's know that it's God who is bringing you. <laughs> Let it not flesh or the beat to be popular that is making you to say, yes, why are you asking me to come and put you here? You have not started in this place. <laughs> Let me see you being good in the pew. Then your road to the pulpit will be very clear. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, as we celebrate with our women today, and by extension, celebrate God in our life as stewards of the gift of the Almighty God, stewards of the life that God has given to us, 
stewards of all the blessings that God has poured upon us. The expectation of God is that we should glorify him and we should be blessing to people. My prayer is that everyone around you will recognize your services. Heaven will recognize your services. It's because everyone recognizes the services of Dockers. And by that recognition, all those who are crying all around, heaven wipe their tears by returning the woman. God will use you to wipe away tears. Amen. I said, God will use you to wipe away tears. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We'll do something now before I close. You know, still worship, there is still worship of life. Stewardship of resources. Stewardship of time. Today we are celebrating with them. If we are celebrating, Lord, we are celebrating with uh, our women. Can we celebrate with them and uh, give them something? Ushers, are you around? Ushers, are you around? Yes. As I close, don't worry, don't take yet. We just stay. I want you to come, stay around, and we'll collect. The way I'm going is that we're going to take a stewardship offering. You know that men, they don't do anything without offering. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> but everything they do that must be offering is good. Because God loves cheerful works. Cheerful giver. I want you to cheerfully give. I'm not whining you to give. If you don't have, God will forgive you. There's no problem. But if you have, cheerfully give. But before we give, are you giving your life to God fully? Are you submitting your all to him? Are you allowing him to take charge of everything concerning your life? You see, the way the church is going these days, I'm getting afraid of, I'm getting very afraid that some people come to us, they know our character, they know our doing, they know our way, they behave like us in church, and when they get out of church, they behave like the people of the world. Such people are not good stewards. And we will know you by what you do, what you say, what you wear. You know some of your dresses are becoming so embarrassing now. So embarrassing. Why must you, our women, wear dresses that are, we will stop the questioning. I think the church should start by designing our own dressing code now. I think we should get to that level. Because everything they wear in town is what we wear. Do you know that in one of our weddings, I told the diaconess, I wish we were there, chair. Those who were officiated with me. Somebody came to me in this church, just me as I said I was in this church six years ago. And as I was coming this time around, those who are coming, I said, Lighthouse will not take this. Go and change. And he came and found what he said will not accept, we have accepted. Just the last weddings that we had. Oh. The man walked into me, the man came out of the office, he walked to me and said, he greeted me and said, thank you very much, God bless you. 
He said, but I must drop this with you. I was in this church about six or seven years ago, and I appreciate what you people are doing. When we are coming today, go back. Lighters will not accept this. Lighters, and he said he came here this time, and what we used to reject has become part of us. Uh, he nearly spoiled my day completely. Because what the man is saying is that you are neither here nor there. Or you have moved from where you used to be to another place. Can our women please help us? WMS, can you help us to design the right dressing code? So that people will know us for who we are. And we will not just be anything, anyhow. Anything will not go. Eh? Anything doesn't go again. Let's do well now. Let's go recognize us as Christians. The Lord will have mercy on all of us. Please let us sit down well. So the assignment I'm giving you, President, please stand up. I'm making you to stand up. The whole church is hearing now. The assignment I'm giving you under God is that some people said, you people used to be these and you are better. You have changed for the world. So you will select people who will be looking at our women as a job. You know, if pastor is saying, well, Allah said, pastor, we have said this. But I'm not afraid, I'm not tired to be doing even the way we are fighting. Now in my house, you are fighting on people who we are. So, it will become your assignment to see dresses that are, the ones that are too vague. They should not bring you to church. You are coming to church and you are wearing some things. If you now ask you to go back and you'll be angry, you say, we are spoiling your day, we'll be allowed you to worship. Some people have told you and they said, hey, Pastor, you will have allowed them to come in when the word of God reaches them where. But if you come, some people will be looking at you and you will know, take their mind away. So that you two will not distract others. We can allow you to stay aside. So we give ourselves this December. From January, if your dresses are not okay, we make you sit down in the casino room there. <laughs> Is that acceptable? Yes. Okay, that's a church in Congress. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, I have said it, and uh, when we are talking, some of my people say, Pastor, you are not going to do this. You know, when it's becoming a stain on the church, you know he's no longer a pastor. Somebody coming to church and telling his own relation, including one, said, Lighters will not accept this. They now got here, where they say will not accept. You know, I had no boldness to call me and say, which are the ones? So, your stewardship starts, your Jerusalem here, to gather our people and to talk to them very well. Whether they come to WMS or they don't come to where, what do you do? You are mothers to them, guide them to where. Some of your daughters wear dresses. That we still we now ask them, go and look for something to cover you. And they love the same way with you. 
when I find your children that way, I will come and find the parents. If your mouth cannot call your children now. <laughs> if, 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 uh, from this stage, once your children refuse, once you are coming to church, come and tell me and say, this daughter has refused, this son has refused, we know that you have tried. And as a church, all of us will group together to do it. So, the declares will join you, all our declares, please stand up. The declares, the right hand, stand up. Okay. I will put that. And you know me. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, please sit down. You will see them. They will join you, and you will talk to our people. Let me beg them now. I'm begging now. By January, we will not beg again. The Lord God will help us out. Thank you very much for bearing some of my exercises on this. But we want to be able to glorify God, even with our dresses. God should not give us money and we're going to use it to buy something that will not glorify God. By the grace of God, the God of glory will continue to find you favorable in Jesus' name. He will continue to find you useful in the name of Jesus. Can we pray together? Lord, we thank you for the grace that we have to share your word. We thank you for the privilege and opportunity that we have to see the example of Dorcas. And by the reason of the example, you have called us to action. We pray, oh Lord, that our lives that have been drinking in this rain of divine blessing will bring forth the right fruit in the name of Jesus. Our lives will not bring forth tissues and tongues in the name of Jesus. We will continue to glorify you. We will continue to be blessing to your people, to the glory and honor of your holy world. Lord, as many as are struggling, on how to adjust to good works, as 